What's up, guys? Tanner Demling with y'all back. Another episode of the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Um, as y'all know, um, not much lacrosse to talk about, but um, with everything being yeah, either suspended or canceled, uh, but we do have a fair amount of lacrosse news to talk about, um, specifically on the college game as. Uh, eligibility rules and all of that continue to change um, day to day. And then obviously the news of which guys are going to take an extra year, which guys are not, um, is something to definitely watch out for uh, over the next couple of, of weeks and, and uh, months as well. So first big piece of news we want to talk about is, um, and we'll get to the transfer portal. Um, I know I've had some some DMs about that. Um, we'll get to that at the end of this show, um, <clears throat> but uh, I do want to first talk about the Ivy League. Um, the Ivy League, obviously, this is a historic uh, year for the Ivy, and um, they announced today, you know, per Dana O'Neill of the Athletic, that um, the Ivy League is not going to grant a one-time exception for fifth-year spring sport athletes, so... Um, you know, guys are not going to be able to come back and take a fifth year. Um, we've seen Michael Sowers has withdrawn from Princeton um, and will re-enroll in the spring. Um, you know, I've been asked, you know, a, a lot of questions about that. I, I'm not aware of what, you know, ac- uh, obviously not aware of what academic aid or anything like that he was getting at Princeton. So, you know, any questions about, like, what, He's gonna get what they what he and his family may have lost um, financially. I don't know any of those any of those uh, answers to those questions. I'm pretty sure no one uh, besides the school and him know that. Um, so no, I do not know any of that, and I've been asked that numerous times. Um, but Michael Sowers will will be coming back in 2021, uh, essentially as a second senior. Um, I guess is what you would call it. Um, He's not a fifth year. They don't allow fifth years. He's a he's a senior again. Um, so basically, going to redo his spring semester. Um, he can't participate in fall ball because uh, the Ivy League does have a semester. Um, their thing is, you know, you can play athletics for so many semesters is what their thing is, um, and you know, they're sticking by that. So um, unless we see a lot of guys go, the Michael Sowers route. Um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see a lot of these Ivy League guys back anywhere in 2021. Um, I know there's been some reports that, um, a lot of, uh, not a lot, but a couple guys at Yale have withdrawn, um, and are going to head other places. Um, I know there's been reports of Ivy League guys, uh, most notably, um, Kyle Gallagher being face-off man from Penn, being in the transfer portal. Um, I do want to mention that because of this Ivy ruling, um, Ivy League guys, if they are to transfer and take a fifth year elsewhere, it is going, their scholarship money, will take 
spots on uh, it will count towards spots on that team's roster. So let's just you know obviously you know just um, fictionalizing things here. Let's say uh, T.D. Irwin transfers to Duke. He graduates from Yale and does a grad year at Duke. He might not get any money. He might essentially be a walk-on. Okay. Because the NCAA, their ruling was guys taking an extra year this year, those these seniors, whatever money they would have gotten, they can get that money or less or um I believe possibly more. Um I might have that wrong, but they can get less or the same as they got this past season. And that scholarship number won't count against that school. So, you know, some of these guys coming back, um, I guess this is a good segue here. Some of these guys coming back to Ohio State, you know, let's say you were getting um, 3.5, right? And you're coming back um, and they're saying, hey, you can come back. You can't get that 3.5. We can give you a 3.0. Amount. We can give you a two amount, right? Um, so, you know, instead of getting, you know, 30% or however much, 30, 50, however much you're getting, you could technically get less. And I mentioned Ohio State. Um, be, so the Ivy League guys, I'll round that out here. The Ivy League guys transferring other places would count against scholarship limits, whereas Guys coming back to the same school does not count against their school's limit. Um, I know that's confusing um, <laughs> on many levels. Um, I, I've heard multiple uh, college coaches mention that you know this is kind of confusing. Um, it is, it's very confusing. It's very messy. Um, <clears throat> now, trans- transitioning here... To guys that are coming back, so uh, we've seen a number of now- announcements over the past couple of days. Um, most notably, Ohio State uh, having three guys that will come back um, next season: uh, short stick defensive midfielder Ryan Terrafinko, attackman Trey Leclaire, and defenseman Jeff Hendrick um, are all three coming back next season. Attackman Ryan Tierney is coming back at Hofstra. Um, I obviously his situation's a bit easier, I I would say, due to his dad is the head coach, and uh, I know I'm not sure what they do at Hofstra, but I do know that if uh, if you if you're an employee at a public institution, your children go there for free. Um, I'm not sure what Hofstra. Uh, what their policy is, but I can guarantee you Ryan Tierney is n- probably not paying as much. Uh, they're probably not paying as much money um, or any money at all um, as compared to some of his other teammates that may be on a half scholarship at Hofstra. Um, Georgetown, Jake Carraway is coming back. Um, 
for the Hoyas. And then for Bellerman, we have defenseman Brendan Fennell and Eric Ruback, who have both announced they will be coming back. Um, those are the only guys that we know of right now as of recording that this podcast, um, which is 5 o'clock p.m. on Thursday. Um, things could obviously change. Uh, we obviously know uh, Michael Sowers will withdraw and come back in 2021 as well, but I'm not counting that towards guys coming back um, in the same sense as these other guys since they are withdrawn, since he has withdrawn from school. Um, it has to do it a different way. Um, overall, you know, I think we're starting to see which programs. It's still very early, but I do think we are seeing, you know, many people have mentioned, and, and I've I've said this before too, is a lot of these Big Ten ACC schools are going to um, benefit more just because they can offer, you know, they might be able to, you know, for a guy that is a big name that wants to come back, um, it it may be easier to do at an Ohio State um, than, say, uh, you know, a high point, right? Um, at a bigger school with a bigger budget, it may be easier to do um, in terms of coming back for a fifth year of college lacrosse. So I do, you know, and you've already seen that with Ohio State, having three key guys come back. I think, you know, they have definitely benefited the most so far. Um, Ryan Tierney coming back to Hofstra and Jake Carraway coming back to Georgetown. Uh, The Pride and the Hoyas both getting big, big pieces back. Um, And, Honestly, I would you know for Georgetown. I think is even bigger. They were undefeated this year at the end of the season. So I would not with Kelly back, um, and they have a couple younger guys as well. Uh, Dylan Watson, I believe, who is a sophomore, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's obviously coming back on the offensive end. Um, you know, they have some really good pieces that are going to come back that would be coming back anyway. And now you have these guys coming, at least Caraway, at least coming back um, so far as we know right now. You know, the Hoyers are going to have a decent squad next season. Um, just, you know, if Caraway is the only one coming back, um, it, honestly, still, um, they're going to have a pretty decent squad next year. Um, you know, I think, you know, I mentioned Ohio State. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, we do know Penn State, um, there's been a couple guys there, including Mac O'Keefe, that, you know, Jeff Tamboni has said in an interview, I cannot remember who it was with, um, he did say that I think it was O'Keefe had, and, uh, one other guy, I'm forgetting who it was, um, but he did say, you know, they've expressed interest in coming back. Um, obviously, no official decisions have been made there. Uh, there's been some rumors flying around <clears throat> about Virg- a couple of Virginia guys maybe coming back. Um, no official word has come of that either. So we'll see, um, you know, over the next few days 
and weeks and months. Um, you know who who's gonna come back and who's not gonna come back. Um, you know if you know I I would at this time you know I think what I said I believe it was a few weeks ago or last week whenever. You know, all the days are kind of going together right now, but um, you know, I believe I said, you know, I could see maybe twenty percent coming back um, of this senior class, and of those twenty percent, I think some of the bigger names at some of the bigger schools will come back, um, and and it all de- obviously it all depends on a a case by case basis. Um, you know, I think that's kind of it's starting to come to fruition that statement. Um, when you just look at Ohio State, and then you look at Georgetown and Hofstra, um, obviously Bellarmine having two guys come back as well. I believe there was something there about um, the uh, program they were in allowed you know, them to get a, you know, something about the academic program they were in is, is one of the reasons they came back um, or decided to come back. Um, I don't know what Bellarmine's uh, you know, scholarship situation is now I know last year it was not very good and you had heard some reports of them maybe not having scholarships for the next two recruiting classes you know how this you know helps them or doesn't um how this affects them I I don't know um so we'll see with some of the, and that's not just true of just Bellarmine having limited scholarship numbers. That's true of a number of programs uh, that are not fully funded, um, and most of them, of them are in these smaller um, conferences. You know, when you look at a school like a Penn State and Ohio State and a Virginia and Syracuse, those schools are much different um, overall athletically in terms of financial situation than. Um, a high point, a Bellarmine, uh, a VMI, you know, Hobart, who doesn't offer scholarships. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how how all of this turns out. Um, and I do want to mention, you know, so the Patriot League is disp- disproportionately um, at a disadvantage here because they do have a hefty number of schools. Uh, with Colgate and Hobart do not have um, grad schools. Um, Lafayette, I want to say, might not. Um, and Loyola might not. I don't know. But th- there's a number of schools in that conference that do not have graduate programs. So, you know, having that um, in your conference is a disadvantage um, for them. So we'll see how that rounds out. And, um, you know, that kind of takes us to the transfer portal um, <clears throat> situation here where a number of guys in the transfer portal are from uh, some of those Patriot League schools uh, that I mentioned who don't have grad, grad uh, schools. And so guys can't use a, use a fifth year, use an extra year at the school they are currently at. When uh, you look at the transfer portal, um, some of the notable names, and I do want to mention the transfer portal is a coach web, so you have to have a coach login to get into that and all of that. So 
um, people who've been asking me if I can provide a link to the transfer portal, um, that is something that I cannot do. Uh, just FYI on that. And um, I guess, you know, with that, I'll, I'll, I'll give this out. So um, the way that transfers used to work uh, prior to, I believe, October of 2018 is when the, the portal was put in, um, <clears throat> is that a player notifies a coach slash administrator, uh, which is usually the SID uh, of his or her sport or the eligibility office um, at that school, uh, I believe, uh, that they uh, would like to transfer or explore a transfer. Um, their name is then put on the website um, within the next two business days. Um, so it's two business days for them to put their name in the portal after notifying a coach um, slash administrator. Um, and so once that happens, you know, they're basically given a profile on there, and uh, coaches can click on their profile. It has, you know, all of their information on there. Uh, coaches can contact them and all of that. Um, the way it used to work is, you know, you went to your coach, say, hey, I want to transfer, and um, they could block you from transferring wherever you wanted, right? So they could say, okay, you can transfer uh, to any school not on our schedule in 2021, um, well, they, can, they can't do that now um, in any sport. And, um, you know, for lacrosse, guys are immediately eligible um, to play. Um, I do believe the ACC and Big Ten might have a rule where you can't transfer in conference for any sport. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I do know <clears throat> that that is a rule in many, many sports. I do believe that is... Um, the same in lacrosse as well. Um, <clears throat> so looking at the transfer portal, um, who's in it, who's not. So, um, you know, Ohio, the biggest name guy that we've seen come out and announce it over the past week or so is Ohio State freshman goalie Christian Tomei. Uh, he was Mr. Florida, was an underlying All-American, um, and he was a freshman this year, did not see any playing time was on the Team USA U19 training team. He's in the transfer portal from Ohio State. Um, we've also seen Ty Zanders, uh, Inside Lacrosse Report, a number of guys in the portal. Uh, the biggest name this week is uh, Penn uh, face-off man Kyle Gallagher, uh, who reportedly entered on uh, on or before April 1st. Um, <clears throat> then there's also been a number of uh, players in the Patriot League, as I mentioned, that have entered the portal. Uh, this is all according to Inside Lacrosse. I'll link the article in the show notes. Um, and most of these guys are seniors at, at some of these Patriot League schools that don't have um, school, don't have grad schools. Um, so Colgate. You know, Griffin Brown and Nikki Pet, uh, Petkovic have both entered the portal as grad students. Um, also, a couple of other guys for them. Uh, Parker Badley, John Donahue, Ellison and defenseman, midfielder Cooper Bellinger, 
and Attackman, uh, Jesse Rosenblatt. Um, the big one for Bucknell is Will York, uh, who was an Attackman. Um, believe he was a, he's one of the best Attackmen this season. Um, believe he might have led or was in the top three of the NCAA in goals this year. Uh, had an outstanding uh, season as a senior um, after a really good year as a junior. Um, they've also, you know, uh, Bucknell has also seen Connor Shears, uh, LSM, Hunt Newman, and then a couple other guys as well, uh, Grayson Burns and Matt Federica, uh, who is the coach's son, I believe, have all entered uh, with St. Joseph's. You've seen goalie Mike Adler in the transfer portal. Um, that's the big one there. And then with Hobart, we've seen uh, Eric Holden, uh, who is a Torrington watch list guy. Uh, they're leading offensive threat. Uh, then Penn has also had another guy in there as well, according to Inside Lacrosse, uh, defenseman Kyle Thornton. Then we've seen uh, Sean Leahy from Providence and Sean Mullaney from Holy Cross also into the transfer portal as well. Um, and all those names that I mentioned on the back half of that one are uh, courtesy of Inside Lacrosse. In addition to those names um, that I mentioned there, um, I've had, I have sources and there's other reports out too of this as well, uh, telling me that Josh Kosen of Ohio State, Austin Popovich of Robert Morris, and Morgan Macko of Bellarmine have all entered the transfer portal. Um, I know Chris Trzymski has reported Charles Leonard of Notre Dame, PJ Delpha of Hobart, Sam Lucius of Hobart, Davis Cronin of Merrimack, and then uh, two D3 guys in Jay Scobo and Otto Bond of Seton Hill have all entered the transfer portal as well. Uh, those names, though, that report courtesy of Chris Jashimsky, uh previously of College Cross, uh, now uh, with ESPN. Uh, so a lot of names in the portal right now. Um, and you know it, it should only the names the, the the list of names should only only grow bigger um, as the days the weeks go on uh, should see a lot more guys either entering the portal or announcing that they will be coming back for um, a fifth year of college lacrosse um, <clears throat> and I'm gonna mention this again um, that I have mentioned, you know, a lot of, uh, there are multiple Ivy guys in the portal. Um, I, I do want to mention that I don't, I think I mentioned this a few minutes ago, um, is that I don't really think we're going to see as many Ivy guys come back as some may want to make out to believe. Um, is there a possibility that we see guys go Elsewhere, um, yeah, sure, I think that's definitely a possibility, um, but I do think there is a, uh, a, a, a very good chance that we uh, have seen the last of numerous of these guys play in college lacrosse, uh, but you know, I do not doubt that many of them will have successful careers 
um, in the pro game if they choose to go that route. Um, <clears throat> no Ivy League guys, there's a histor- history of Ivy League guys not panning out as well in the pros uh, due to you know, mostly financial reasons um, it, as other guys from schools, say in Maryland or a uh, program like that. Um, so a lot of news, a uh, lot to look at in the portal, um, and that's only going to grow, as I mentioned. Um, so we'll see how things go, um, what kind of transpires over the next few weeks. But uh, without a doubt, it should be interesting uh, with guys transferring and guys announcing that they're going to go pro or come back. Um, you know, we don't have any lacrosse to talk about, um, any lacrosse to watch. Uh, I know the ACC Network has been playing some games uh, today on Thursday, which is great to see. Uh, love it. Got Ohio State. We got Virginia and High Point um, on the TV right now as recording this. Uh, one of the best games of the season. Um, if if y'all remember, Peyton Cormier went off. Um, for, I think he had a first half, first half hat trick for Virginia. Um, a couple of high point guys went off. Now getting to watch Ashley Nolting play. Um, so this is going to be interesting to see. Um, obviously, we have no lacrosse, but we're going to see um, a lot of a lot of movement in the college lacrosse world um, over the next few weeks, days, and months. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, stay safe. As always, you can find us on social media at Lacrosse Bucket, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the website lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.